talk about one of Foreman's Czech language movies, maybe Loves of a Blonde or Fireman's Ball. But to be honest, I gathered so many potentials for this episode, probably more from than any previous episode I've tried to put together. I can see me returning here another time soon. So we'll pause those choices and look instead but at a film by another one of the Czech New Wave directors, Yuri Menzel, whose closely observed trains would have made a great double bill with Foreman's The Fireman's Ball. But instead I chose a film that is touted as the most popular Czech comedy of all time, My Sweet Little Village. There's also a strong scene in animation within Czech cinema, and there was no way I wasn't going to talk about something from Jan Schwankmeyer. One of my other great loves is American comic books, and the works of Grant Morrison have always have been of special interest to me. His run on DC Comics' Doom Patrol influenced the teenage Stephen immensely, and to this day it's given me great pleasure to see the building blocks of that run of comic books evidence itself in the current DC live-action series. And one of Morrison's influences in terms of what he requested Richard Case, the artist, to do was use Svankmeyer's Alice, a surreal retelling of Lewis Carroll's already surreal Alice in Wonderland, using a mix of live-action and stop-motion work as a reference. Alice and the follow-up Faust are quite amazing pieces of work, but I chose to look at its interesting horror feature, Little Otik, to bring to your attention instead. Hello everyone, and welcome to the ninth episode of the Guelo Ramblings World Tour podcast. My name is Stephen Palmer, and you might know me from being the co-host of the Asian Cinema Film Club podcast with Mr Elwood Jones, or maybe my writing for easternkicks.com, or maybe my Asian cinema blog, guelloramblings.wordpress.com, which of course is where this podcast gets its name. If you want to know more about who I am and how we got here, I suggest you go back and listen to the first episode and then come back when you're all up to speed or just stay and wing it. Either way, you are most welcome. Now last time, and it was a long time ago, we went to Russia and looked at two films that looked at Russian history using oneric imagery to some degree. And this time I had a little change of plan. I really wanted to talk about a film called Little Otik and originally I was going to pick some other films from all around Europe to match up with it and then I changed my mind I thought oh no I'm going to do an all Jan Svenkmeyer episode and then I thought no I'd stick to my principles for this season of the show at least and keep it simple and just do films in the Czech language. I chose this term because the current Czech Republic has only existed in its current form since 1989 and the country from which that was formed, Czechoslovakia, also includes the modern day Slovakia and and you know what? It just gets kind of difficult to talk about in a short film podcast. Let's just say these are films from an Eastern European country whose capital city is Prague. I will really apologise 
now for just how badly I'm going to pronounce names. Slavic languages I find the absolute hardest to do any kind of justice to. Now Czech cinema has always been a fairly loud voice in European film. It's garnered three foreign language Oscars over the years. And even when Czechoslovakia was behind the Iron Curtain, its filmmakers were often able to use their dark humour and satire to poke fun at the yoke of communism, despite the fact their films might get censored or outright banned. I guess the most famous Czech filmmaker is Milos Forman, who followed up his local success with honest-to-goodness Western classics such as One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and Amadeus both of which pretty much owned the, the full-on Oscars in their respective years. And other strong works by Foreman include Hair, The People vs. Larry Flint, and The Man on the Moon. So I guess another easy route would have been for me to talk... Yuri Menzel's My Sweet Little Village is a story that tells a tale of contemporary Czech village life, albeit at the end of the communist regime, with the cracks that would finally result in the Velvet Revolution beginning to show. It pokes fun at social issues and bureaucracy, but also yearns for a pastoral, bucolic world of happy village life, apart from that empty and less fulfilling world of the big city. The film follows a number of different storylines. The one we open with, which I guess contains the backbone to the film, is the difficult relationship between the mentally challenged Otik, yes, whilst I'd like to say this was an intentional choice, with the same first name for these characters was nothing more than a nice accident, and his work colleague Pavek. Otik is a lovely fellow, gentle and good-natured, but he is prone to causing accidents, which causes Pavek no end of frustration and eventually a schism will appear between the two and drive Otik to hunt out a new life in Prague. But all is not as it seems, and it will be down to Pavek to bring Otik home. But that's not even, I don't know, 15% of the story. We'll follow an affair between a local vet and a married woman, between her husband, who's suspicious of just about everyone else of having an affair with his pretty young bride, We'll meet a doctor who seriously has more troubles with his car than his seemingly hypochondriac patients. And we'll also follow the love-struck son of Pavek, who is desperately in love with a local school teacher. Stuff happens, love is made, punches are thrown. Romanian films are shown at the local cinema, people laugh, people die. It's a gentle comedy that travels internationally because so much of the humour is either physical or just poking fun at relationships and bureaucracy that are pretty much the same the world over. Am I probably missing much in translation, both in terms of the Czech language and the Slavic worldview? Almost certainly. Does it make it any less enjoyable? God no. The acting is as naturalistic as it can be, with the occasionally overly comical set pieces. And director Yiri Menzel doesn't bring any incredible stylistic tricks or ticks to the film. It isn't the stinging satire of his other lauded works, such as Larks on a String or Closely Observed Trains. It's something more natural. My Sweet Little Village leaves in the same sort of space as Episode 4's My Life as a Dog. 
Maybe it's because I come from a small village in West Sussex in England that attracts me to these sorts of films. Country life with eccentric people. A world shaped by nature and happenstance. Where the problems of the wider world at large simply don't seem to matter. There's another film I've chosen that probably won't change your life, but I think is an easy one to get into and enjoy. Another gateway film into the world of Czech cinema. So there we have it. Two Czech language films that I think are worthy of your time. Both have ostensible leads called Otik, and neither is the masterwork of their respective directors. But I believe both are very worthy of your time, and I hope you'll see them as gateways into Czech cinema. I can't help but say we'll be back here on the world tour pretty soon. You should now be able to find the page for the podcast on Facebook. Just search for Guelo Ramblings World Tour or look in the episode description. If you wish to contact the show, give feedback or maybe tell me about your favourite Czech films or suggest something for a future episode, feel free to contact me or there or via email on thingsfallapart at hotmail.co.uk And please feel free to give me a review, share episodes with people you think might like this. I'm not here for large numbers of subscribers, but I do like to know that I'm not just talking to myself. And now, I know I'm not, because I've had my very first email to the show. Hurrah! So at the risk of being too self-congratulatory, let's have a read together. Dear Stephen, I'm writing this long overdue email to express my appreciation of your Guelo Ramblings World Tour and your contribution to the Asian Cinema Film Club. I listen to a lot of film podcasts in an effort to broaden my appreciation of cinema and discover films I would otherwise overlook. I am certainly grateful to your two podcasts in these regards. Your regular segment, Tales from the Dark Side, is so interesting and illuminates personalities and events I would otherwise never have known. At the end of episode 6, that was the Nikita Amelie one, you mentioned you were planning on having other people to talk about a favourite film of world cinema on your podcast. If you're still planning to do this, I would certainly be happy to contribute. Regards, Nathaniel DeBell. Well, seriously, thanks for this, Nathaniel. It's really nice to know that someone's enjoying what I'm doing, not just here, but on the Asian Cinema Film Club. And, you know, to actually spend five minutes, ten minutes, whatever it was, sending that that letter, I know it can be quite embarrassing. So I, I, I feel the same. I struggle to show my appreciation to people. So it's really really gratifying i'm really really happy you wrote that nathaniel it lets me know that i'm doing well i'm actually really happy although it's not about this podcast that you mentioned the tales from the dark side segment over at the asian cinema film club um i love doing both podcasts and i hope what people understand is they're two very different beasts um what i do here is very structured um, mostly scripted and designed to be very short although this episode may uh may stretch out a bit whereas at the asian cinema film club elwood's really running the show we have a much looser structure um we play lots of things by ear or certainly i do and we work off off, off much um much looser notes um the tales from the dark side stuff was really what inspired me to do this originally 
Tales from the Dark Side was what this podcast was going to be, where I write a script and spend time putting it together. So to knowing that people are actually enjoying it and understanding it is really good because it probably takes more work than anything else I publish. Um, it, it's been to the detriment of the Guelo Ramblings blog, which I've written one review this year, which is pathetic, and I'm really not pulling my way to Eastern Kicks at all at the moment. So to know that a few people are really enjoying it, that's really gratifying and it, and it inspires me to keep it going. Now, I have written back to Nathaniel. Hopefully, he's um, received my reply, and so he's he, I've, the invite's there for him to come and guest on the show. And in fact, I'd like to leave that open to anyone listening to this. If you'd like to come and join me on a more open, less scripted type of episode where we talk about your own loves of world cinema, films that that you enjoy, that you think others would enjoy, films maybe that you want to introduce to me, I'm really open to that. Um, I've spoken a couple of times this episode about season two maybe um, I've got some ideas around that where I will theme things around genres or directors um, rather than countries um, and I quite like the special episodes which we do which are usually about American comic book films but that's not actually the intention um, where it's a bit more free-flowing a bit more like this bit anyway the offer's there, please contact me and come and join me and hopefully we'll be talking to Nathaniel soon. Next time, well, in order to celebrate a tenth episode, let's switch continents and go to South America. I haven't at this point decided which country yet, Brazil, Uruguay, maybe, so we'll probably be staying there for a couple of episodes. Anyway, until then, it's Ahoy, Dequay, Zatim, Ahoy. <laughs>